Hey guys, welcome to Let's Talk About Sex Jamie. I'm Jamie and on today's episode I'm going to be chatting to Pablo about being HIV positive, living with HIV and what that means to your dating, love and sex life. Uh, Super interesting, super important chat with Pablo, I really hope you enjoy it. And I'm also chatting to Tenny about what fucks, this shit fucks, this something fucks. If you don't know what that means, we explain it at the end and uh, yeah, hope you enjoy let us know if you do on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, leave us comments, all that stuff. Give me validation. I need it. And uh, yeah, hope to hear from you soon. Love you. Bye. This next chat is available over on our YouTube channel. Real like moving pictures with faces and mouths and stuff. Uh, so feel free to go over there and check it out or just stay here and keep listening. Do whatever you want. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of LTAS. I'm joined with Pablo. Hi, hi there. You good? Good, good. Happy to be here. Cool. Happy to have you here. I'm really excited. I've been so excited to chat to you. You were like cruising around the world for weeks. I'm not going to get hold of you until now. True. Well, you know. <laughs> um, so yeah, you're here to chat about a really important subject. Uh, something that I know basically nothing about. Uh, I've learned pretty much everything that we're about to talk about from you. So uh, let's start. <laughs> wow. <laughs> let's start from the beginning then. So what are you here to chat to us about? So um, I'm here to talk about HIV, being HIV positive mm-hmm. and the stigma that currently there is around it and acceptance and what it's like to, you know, maybe the whole thing from being diagnosed HIV positive to dating with mm-hmm. HIV and living with HIV. Mm. Yeah, nice. All right. Well, yeah, I think um, there's definitely, like, we always talk about how much stigma there is around STIs in general. That must be monumental in, like, the HIV world, right? For those that don't know anything about, you know, the current kind of situation with HIV and what it actually means to be positive. Um, So, yeah, why don't we talk about that a bit first? Like, the kind of, I mean, well, first off, when did you find out about this? And, you know, how's that been? Cool. So, um, when I was diagnosed, I was 19, so it was Mm. a long time ago. I'm 32 now, so that was about 13 years ago. And things were pretty different back then. It was 2008. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I was, like I said, I was pretty young. I was... 19 is baby in terms of like STI world as well. I I had my first STI when I was about 19 and it was terrifying. Right. So yeah, that was just so scary. Yeah, you shit yourself. Yeah, Uh, yeah. 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 Also because like I knew about STIs because, you know, I was was sexually active, etc. But... HIV was always the one that I thought, you know, that doesn't happen to people like me. Mm. That that is for you know drug users and right. and sex workers. It's not for people like me. I'm mm. you know, well, you know, my my white middle class ass got <laughs> HIV as well, so it can happen to yeah. anyone. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I knew about other H- um, other STIs, but didn't know that much about HIV. Mm. So when I got diagnosed, I thought, well, this is it. This is death sentence. I'm going to die. Yeah. Because yeah. I didn't know about it, and it was only just. Like learning more about it, that was like, no, actually, these days people live a long and healthy life. And mm. um, again, like I said, t- 2008, things have moved on so much, and I'm so happy because um, back then, you know, the whole prep thing, the whole you equals you, that was nowhere. And the advice was very, very different. So when I first got diagnosed, I was not told to go on to any medication at mm-hmm. the time. 
Whereas now the advice is very different. It's like, go on to medication as, as soon as you right. find out. Yeah. So it's very different huh. in that sense. So that also meant that I didn't go on medication until 2014, about six years later. Okay, wow. That meant that I had to, um, I had to manage being HIV positive in a different way than people do it these days. Mm. So when you are HIV positive detectable, as in you have a viral load, mm -hmm. that means you can pass it on. Okay. So that meant that having sex and having partners was a very different, very different thing. So mm. because every time you were having sex, you'd have to use condoms. Mm -hmm. You would you'd have to disclose it mm -hmm. to people in a way that these days is not necessary mm. to do so. We can talk about that in a second. Yeah. But, so it was very different. And like I said, I, I'm so happy things have moved on so much. Um, how was it when I found out? Like I said, it was, yeah, it was... <laughs> so I remember I was here, I was, I was in the UK. Mm -hmm. And I got some sort of shock to my system mm. that the whole week, well, for about two or three weeks, I spoke like Borat. Like my English was <laughs> not that great at that time, but it was such a shock. That was like, right. I couldn't like articulate a sentence. I was like, yeah. uh, so I You're don't know. You were in shock. Like, I was like in shock. Yeah, I was yeah. in, yeah, huge shock. Mm. Um, because also like I found out, and it was a bit, of, a bit of a weird situation where I was seeing this guy. So then they said, well, you know, is there anyone you like to sell? So I said, oh, well, this guy then. I dragged him to the clinic and mm. then, Anyway, uh, a bit of a narcissistic type, so he made the whole thing about him, even right. though he was not n not positive at all. At that, um, he was he's still not positive, so you know, he, I, I didn't pass it on to him. But you know, it was it was a bit of a mind fuck, I mm. would say. Um, but yeah, uh, it's it's one of those things. I I I learned to. It w it was a long long process to yeah. accept it. And to to really become sort of you know well this is this is me this is part of who I am now mm. well. This is me. This is something that I'm I'm going to live with, mm. and to become to come to terms with it, it was difficult. But I'm I'm kind of happy. I'm happy that that you know I went through that. So I'm going off topic. No, no, it's good. That's really interesting. So you 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 say about you you didn't have medication straight away. Mm -hmm. It was six years until you started medication. Yep. So I I didn't realize that was even possible. Like the way yep. I've kind of seen HIV be portrayed, it's like it's a death like death sentence within yeah. what two years maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so yeah, that's not the case then. No, so I'm not going to get too technical on this. But, <laughs> uh, so I don't know if you, if you again, if you all, rem if we all remember what, okay. what we seen in films or what we what we know about about you know the the AIDS crisis in the eighties and nineties, there would be people that would get it, and like you say, within weeks or even within within oh they get it, they would find out they mm. have it. They could have had it for like two years and not oh, known. Okay, yeah. But anyway, someone who caught it quite quite quick um, quite early, and then. Like within two years, yeah, they, they would develop AIDS and, and have complications. But some people are, I, I don't know if the te technical term is slow progressor, but some people would have the illness for a long time mm -hmm. and then not develop any symptoms or any, any complications until later on. I would have been in that category mm. of people who live with the illness for a long time and doesn't affect their, um, their immune system as harsh in a harsh way okay. than others. So, yeah, you can, you can, you can. You can have it for a long time. Now, of course, what happens is that your immune system keeps fighting a virus all the time. So, again, I'm not too sure, but uh, the advice changed from when I got diagnosed until I decided to um, to take treatment, where they did more studies and found that actually the earlier you go on medication, the better, because your system doesn't have to keep fighting an infection. Okay. But like I said, at the time when I got it, it was not the advice. It mm. was a different 
different type of, uh, I don't know, different advice. Yeah. But yeah, you can live with a virus for a long time and not really have to um, have to go on medication. Mm. Uh, those would have been kind of like the people that, you know, got it in the late 80s and 90s and lived to get to the point where drugs were available and they could, you know, um, they're still around today. Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing something um, where this conversation was was happening, and it was between a gay. Actually, it was on uh, first dates. All right. Uh, we love our Channel Four shows. <laughs> so you and I figured out. Um, it was on first dates, and it was a gay couple, and uh, yeah, one of them was HIV positive, and they said a phrase that stuck with me for ages, which was um, HIV is something you die with, not die of. Yeah. These days. Yeah. Which I guess is yeah, it's kind of what you've experienced, right? So now you're on this medication. What is the medication? Um, it's just one tablet a day, so it's an antiretroviral, okay. um, ART, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, you just take that once a day, and that's it, pretty yeah. much. Like mine, I have to take it with food. Some, like if I got tired of taking it with food, I can change. There's so many different types as well. I don't know if there's about thirty or thirty-five types, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, you just take that every day in a particular way, always at the same time, and that's it, that's all you have to do. Yeah. That keeps you your um, virus suppressed, yeah. and you just you know get on with it. Um, I get checked quite regularly, basically because of this, so every six months I have to um, go and do a checkup, just like a general haircut, um, checkup that checks my, my um, uh, my viral load, my uh, my immune system, and other other things. So this and, is an yeah. STI check. This is a specifically HIV it's check. Specific for that, but they also test me for STI, yeah. which is great and very handy. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I get tested very regularly for for that reason to okay. make sure that my viral load is not detectable, doesn't okay. become detectable. Right. So with the viral load not being detectable, does that mean you can't pass it on then? Correct. So yeah, yeah, yeah. so undetectable means untransmittable, which is again something that um, solely, if I'm not. Wrong. I think it was 2018 when the OMS, um, sorry, OMS, WHO, I think in Spanish. <laughs> it was 2018 when the uh, WHO um, sort of came up with it with, with that message after a few studies, quite a few studies, mm-hmm. that they said, you know, if you are untransmittable, you can't pass the virus on yeah. forever. As long yeah. as you are untransmittable, you cannot pass it on. Um, and that was, like I said, it was a breakthrough mm. for many. So then that's the thing as well, is that with with HIV, I definitely think that the the general kind of thinking about it is that if you have it, you're going to give it to everyone that you ever have sex with or again, and you know, you're going to condemn all of them, right? Which is, as you've just said, is clearly not the case. No, um, no, absolutely not. Um, and I'm glad. <laughs> um, like I kind of mentioned earlier, earlier um, there is, with disclosing your status, um, there is a legal side of things and then I guess a moral side of things okay. um, so if I'm if I'm not too wrong if you have HIV and you have unprotected sex with someone and then you pass it on to them yeah that can be considered I don't know if the term is grievous bodily harm or GBH or something like that yeah but um, if you are positive and you know you're positive and you have sex with someone unprotected and you don't pass the virus, mm. that's, there's, there's nothing wrong with it. Mm. Now, of course, there's the, moral, the, the sort of, I don't know, moral, ethical side of things, yeah. which, is, which is what I come across all the time when, um, when I'm you know, getting to know someone or about to have a hookup, I always think, should I tell them? Mm. Now, this is completely up to my to me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have to tell anyone whether I'm HIV positive or not. Yeah. And, um, but this is, some people, and I, I love to have this conversation with friends or with, with, with um, just in general, because I like to debate. Mm. Do I need to tell people? And yeah. they say, well, you should leave them the choice to 
choose whether they want to have sex with you or not. But basing that on the fact that I'm HIV positive, I don't quite understand why that mm. is something. Again, I would lo- I love to be pro- proven wrong. I love to hear points for and yeah. against. But you know, I'm not putting you at any risk. Mm. I'm not putting anybody. Your viral load is low enough that you're not trans. My viral load well. is undetectable. Yeah. So undetectable, I think the definition is under 20 copies per milliliter. So yeah, yeah that means that um, there's a virus reservoir, but it's not active. So mm-hmm. I can't pass it on. Yeah. Um, so that's what it means. And as as long as I keep on top of my health and on top of, and I make sure that my, my virus is suppressed, I'm not putting anybody at risk. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I need to tell anyone if I don't yeah. if I don't feel like it. I sometimes do, um, but again, it sometimes most of the times I, I do say, um, but I don't always. And sometimes yeah. you do have um, bad reactions. But sorry, the question was, <laughs> the question is kind of like a statement. You said, <laughs> you said so. You you can oh yeah. You thought that you know if you have HIV you pass it on to everyone mm-hmm. etc etc. No. You get regular checkups that say you that your, your viral load is low enough for it to not yeah. be transmittable. Yeah, It's an interesting debate, though. Um, the only time I've come into contact with this kind of debate is with herpes. Mm-hmm. Um, so herpes is super uh, common. 70% of people uh, have herpes. Um, a lot of people don't even realize they have it. Um, and it's to the point where if, you're, if you test positive for it in an SCI clinic, it kind of depends who you're talking to on the day, where like the kind of reaction they'll tell you. So I tested positive a few like four years ago, and I had one nurse say, "You can't have unprotected sex or blowjobs uh, ever again, without unless your partner wants to uh, get um. herpes." Uh, and then there was a doctor that said, "Don't worry about it. Everyone has it. I wouldn't bother telling people." And it was like, I spoke to like four or five different kind of you know medical professionals over the years who all, all had different stances on this. And obviously, herpes is like it's very harmless. Um, it's more of a social stigma than anything else. It's a very different case to HIV. But like, yeah, I, I know that there's a there's loads of different opinions on this in the medical world of like you know what, what's what is right to say to you know potential partners and all this stuff. So yeah, it's interesting. And like you say, your viral load is low enough to not transmit currently so yeah and here's another thing so is is how you manage your your sexual health so i've got quite a few stories on this so for instance if you if you you know say that you you're you're hiv negative hiv negative you're about to have sex with well you're you're talking to someone on one of these apps Mm -hmm. you know and uh, someone who hasn't been tested in ages and then you ask them oh you maybe maybe you go through the conversation of you know um are you I hate this are you clean mm. I hate that anyway <laughs> God, but you know you go into I know the yeah. connotations of that or yeah. you know they ask you that kind of question and they say well I don't know I haven't been testing in some time okay or someone may just say yes mm. but then on the other hand you got me saying well, I'm HIV positive but I'm undetectable and my last check I was in six, six weeks ago whatever mm. um, you might choose to say actually this person is, is I don't know about this person is a bit of a gamble but this one is is positive and go with with me or just say actually HIV positive I don't want to hear about it I'm going to go with the other person you're putting yourself at way more risk because this person has no idea what's happening yeah. in fact I was talking to um, a bunch of friends the other day naive me I said well nobody nobody dies of AIDS anymore in the western world Yeah, that's not correct mm. that's incorrect so most people well if you don't know your status this is why it's so important if you don't know your status you may have HIV develop AIDS and then by the time that you that you find out, maybe too late. Yeah. So, I think the only figures I could find were twenty thirteen was five hundred and something people died in the in England mm-hmm. um, from AIDS. Yeah. 
So that's only, what, eight years ago? Mm-hmm. That's a lot of people. That's about 10 people a week yeah. that died of AIDS in, uh, in England in 2013. Mm-hmm. That's not that long ago. And that's because they didn't know their status. So when, I think I'm going sort of like, you know, to some point, somewhere, <laughs> I'm trying to make some point. All I'm saying is... I'm enjoying the journey, it's fine. I know, I'm always a journey. But uh, no, what I'm, what, I'm, what I'm saying is, uh, yeah, it's uh, sometimes you find some interesting, I don't know, some interesting ways of thinking when it comes to having casual sex or just, just in general with, with people. That's another one. So for instance, you know, I, I, I tell someone, yeah, well, I'm HIV positive. And they're like, um, okay, well, I would, I would prefer to use a condom. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. And then they're like, uh, yeah, but, but you know, for, for, for all sake, for a blowjob, you don't have to use a condom. I'm like, yeah. hang on a minute. <laughs> if I, I oh, you can pass me or I can pass you mm-hmm. any SDI through, you know, oral sex, not yeah. any, most SDIs mm-hmm. can, be, can be transmitted through oral sex. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you want to use a condom to, I mean, it's true. Anal sex is much more traumatic so to say is yeah. a bit harsh etc but if i were to have chlamydia in my throat suck your dick yeah. you're getting chlamydia yeah that's yeah. happening mm. then you can use a condom when we can so that's the thing that i that i'm like are these people really clued up in of course it's a bit like using a mask with covid like the least amount of contacts you have the better the yeah. less you know the less likely you are but i don't know sometimes i think are they really clued up on on what this means and yeah. are they being sincere and they're, oh yeah no I'm, I'm okay with you being um undetectable but then, are they really? Mm. So I mean, and like 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 I said to you earlier, I'm I'm not. I don't like to preach about this. I don't like to shame anyone who doesn't know about this. The opposite. Mm-hmm. So it's happened a few times when I've talked to someone, and they didn't know anything about being undetectable. And in fact, rather than running away, which is I usually find that reaction, and I don't think is very helpful for themselves either. For yeah. me, I don't care. You know, plenty of fish. But for for them, is not going to help them. If they mm-hmm. stick around and they ask me questions, which I'm always happy to answer. And I don't think there's any question that, you know, some people say, oh, I hate when they ask me this. I don't care. Mm. Ask me questions because at yeah. least I'm helping you understand. Yeah. Um, when I've come across that, when people, um, you know, start asking me, oh, do you mind if I ask you a question? Yeah, please do. Mm. And I've had a few times when, you know, these people didn't know anything about it. And then uh, they started asking questions. Then we ended up, you know, maybe hooking up or yeah. like becoming friends. And I was quite happy to to be able to help someone in mm. that sense. So well, these kinds of conversations are exactly what we need, you know, because yeah. there's so much because of the stigma and because of the kind of the fear factor behind it as well. People aren't really doing their research as much as they should into STIs. I think it sounds like you should start a podcast because you know, <laughs> having these kind of conversations is good uh, to just kind of yeah put, lay out all the information in front of people because I think these these things aren't as scary when people have a better idea of what's going on. You know, I, I, you said about earlier about, um, you know, choosing between someone who is HIV positive and um, hasn't been tested. Um, I have a friend who has never been tested. He's 30 and never had done a single STI check um, and, and loves having unprotected sex and kind of brags about it a little bit. Um, whereas I've had a bunch of STIs, like, you know, I've had chlamydia three times, gonorrhea, syphilis um, over the years. Um, I get tested all the time. I'm very sexually active. So it's just, it's bound to happen, right? But again, it feels more dangerous to go with him who has never been tested you know, who knows what kind of STIs he has. And yeah, I've got like a big, li- you know, a big list of all the things I've had, but I definitely get a bad reaction to that. Whereas, you know, he can say, I've never had an STI because he doesn't know. Because he doesn't know. So it's like when someone tells me, oh, well, I've never had sex with someone who is HIV positive. Well, that you know of. Mm, because yeah. you might have, or, you know, um, 
whether they were detector one, detector two, doesn't yeah. matter. It's like, maybe you did, they didn't tell you, and mm-hmm. then you, you're none the wiser. Yeah. In terms of not getting tested, oh, seriously. <laughs> okay, again, I've been sexually active for more than half of my life. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> you're uh, so proud, I'm proud of that. Nice. I am quite proud of that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm at that age now. Yeah. Um, and um, again, going back to when I first started getting tested and all that stuff, you had to wait two fucking weeks for a test result. Right. Two weeks. Yeah. Do you know what those two weeks meant for yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. You were just like literally shitting yourself. Yeah. Like, well, it's like, what's going to happen? Three days now two for, weeks. A, for, a, no, for a home no. test? Like, that's A home test, enough. fine. But yeah. if you go, if you're lucky enough to live in a place like London or in a place where yeah. they have uh, a express clinic. Yeah. Oh my God, you go, you go like, I don't know, at 8 a.m. and then by lunchtime you have your results. Yeah. That's magic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is unbelievably yeah. amazing. And um, again, if you're lucky to live in one of these areas, but because like I'm, I'm Spanish, when I go back home and I told my, tell my friends about this, some people that live in like my hometown, you still have to wait about a week for yeah. a test result. Yeah. We are so lucky. Mm. It takes, literally, it takes just, not even a whole morning, like yeah. an hour. Go into the space clinic, get tested, and then go about your day, and that's yeah. it. I understand waiting for those results, but again, you don't have to wait two weeks. Like, you yeah, know, <laughs> it, it can be daunting yeah. going to that, to that, you know, to that clinic, that waiting room, and be like, oh my god, what's gonna come back? And then your whole sex life goes through your yeah, <laughs> yeah, your yeah. Eyes, oh my god, oh, yeah, that was bad, that was bad. <laughs> you know what? It's best if you know now, because yeah. like you know, your your friend. Um, now you're gonna tell me your friend's called Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> your friend, um, you know, he doesn't. He doesn't know. And again, he may be also spreading a lot of things. Yeah. Not because he wants to, but because he doesn't know. So yeah, I'm not. Again, I'm gonna put any 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 label on on what he's doing. But it's uh, it would be good for him to yeah. get tested. So yeah. get tested. Know your status all the time. That is the only pretty thing I say. That was <laughs> good. I like that. There was your sound bite there. Yeah. <laughs> get tested, get tested know your status. Your status. Yeah. That's it. No, he's not even mine. <laughs> <laughs> Medical like, advice. Bro. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, then, yeah, thanks for coming and chatting to us about this. Uh, what is your kind of like, the one thing you want to say, you know, to everyone uh, watching this video now who may have kind of a, a preconceived notion about what being HIV positive means? Oh, so many things. Uh, <laughs> so HIV is not that sentence anymore he's not been for decades Mm -hmm. now um i'd like to say something to people that might have just become recently diagnosed Mm. um i would say don't define yourself by hiv and don't let anybody define you because Mm. you are hiv positive that's not the only thing that you are yeah you you are so much more than that uh hiv is something that happened to you Mm -hmm. and that you will as you say, you will die with, not, not off, from. Yeah. from. So, um, yeah. And then in terms of more generally what it, what it means, i just say just spend some time getting, getting informing yourself and learning about what, mm. what this means because it's just going to make you a better person. Whether you're positive or not, it's going to make you a more, a more cultural person. It's going to make you a more accepting person. Yeah. It's going to open your mind. To, to see actually this is something that there's a lot of people that are HIV positive you may you may know mm. but they, you just don't know about it yeah. because you don't have to disclose your status mm. so just yeah the best the best antidote against stigma is knowledge there you go cool hello everyone it's me Jamie and I've got an important announcement to make alright this podcast is now sponsored by BetterHelp 
Now, anyone who's been listening to the podcast for the last however long it's been knows that I've been shouting about this company for years, since day one. One of our first episodes was a counselling session with me and my counsellor from BetterHelp, um, and I've been on it for years now probably like coming up to like four years i think maybe five years i've been on it um getting counseling um on a weekly basis and i love it um and yeah it's really it's really nice it's a bit like tinder for therapists you, you put in like your problems <laughs> the things that you want to talk to someone about and then it comes up with all these different counselors who um specialize in that area and you can kind of read a little bio and like read their reviews and stuff and pick which ones for you that's really cool i've gone through like probably for about 14 counselors in my time on BetterHelp. for me living in London especially um, I think it's the same for like most major cities out there therapy in person therapy is really expensive Um, this gives you that but you know at the kind of whenever you want to do it it's all online and you can do like you know video voice or text chat um and it's way cheaper than seeing someone in person so um yeah it's actual proper like therapy uh online securely online um yeah i send messages at all at all points in, in the day and night um it's pretty good for that you can also um mark them as urgent which is quite nice i think a lot of people when they think about online counseling they kind of think oh you know i'm, I'm it's like a bit distanced like you're not completely like fully in touch with your counselor but um i think you know with it being online you're more in touch with them and you can mark messages as urgent if you want like a a quicker response so they are sponsoring this podcast now, which is cool, which means we have a discount link. Um, you get 10% off if you go to betterhelp.com forward slash. Let's talk about sex, Jamie. There's a link in the bio. And yeah, love you. Bye. Ten. Mm. I want to talk about this phrase that has made its way into my vocabulary. This shit fucks. So something this fucks. fucks. Yeah. This fucks. So like, for example, Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars fucks. Bruno Mars fucks. Lyrically, he fucks. Bruno Mars fucks. And in real life, because he's just... Every girl loves Bruno Mars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Talented motherfucker. Funny. Stylish. Can, can dance. Mm. Bruno Mars fucks, right? Do you realise? Implying yeah. he has the opportunity to have sex a lot because he's cool. That's thought, what that phrase means. I thought that phrase was just like anything that's cool. That yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Like that, that hoodie fucks. This hoodie fucks. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Boys get sad too. Boys get sad Good too. Guy. Awareness, yeah, that's that's the thing. Good charity, Um, yeah. This charity fucks. I find out a thing that I'm like that fucks. Um, When you're not playing games, when you're first talking to someone, when you're like, you leave it maybe like four hours because you're busy at work, and then you send them a text like, you don't even say, oh, I'm sorry because I'm busy, because oh, you're obviously like everyone gets busy, and they send you back like a text like maybe a minute later, it's like, you know what I mean? I'm not too cool to text you back immediately. That fucks. Yeah, we talked about this last night. You love a quick text back. I don't love a quick text back. I, lo- I love that there's no games played because you can also wait four hours. Oh, but yeah. I, but then it makes me feel comfortable enough to text you back if I see my phone. So if I'm like, oh, I've seen the text. Yeah. Now to wait four hours because that's the game we're playing. Yeah, 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 yeah. No games being played. That fucks. That fucks. That yeah, fucks. that fucks. I'll tell you what, yeah. don't fuck. Uh, like taking a busy schedule as a sign of someone not caring about you. That doesn't fuck. <sighs> I'm saying this because this happened last night. Get out. <laughs> get off, get off your get off your horse. Me being busy <laughs> yeah. and like needing to like plan like a week or two in advance to see you doesn't mean I don't care. It just means I'm busy. Yeah. Getting annoyed at that doesn't fuck. That does not fuck. No. Do you doesn't fuck? Go on. Us. Because we're guitar players. <laughs> yes. <laughs> guitar players do not fuck. Guitarists don't fuck. I only found this out recently as well. And it's so funny because everyone's a guitar player. Yeah. Do you know what? Do you know it goes in this order? And it's funny because guitarists take the piss out of these people exclusively. <laughs> 
everyone knows that Sing's fucked. We're not talking about Sing. Sing, Sing, is, Sing is obviously fucked. Sing's in their own count. You guys don't okay. count, yeah. But obviously, drummers get taken the piss out of the most. I recently found out that drummers fuck. Drummers fuck. Drummers fuck. Yeah. Bassists, mm-hmm. they fuck. Yeah. Guitarists don't fuck. Guitarists don't fuck. No. Yeah. I think, it's, I think it's like just because drumming is such like a visceral thing. Like, I was like, this guy knows how to move and he's coordinated and that might equate to yeah. you being a good I special you, partner. Maybe? Yeah, that, that's my there's that, that stereotype of like, drummers yeah. can keep rhythm, yeah. But it's also like, <laughs> if you don't know much about music, drummers, drums are always impressive. Yeah, true, yeah. Bass, it sounds good. It feels good. Yeah, yeah you get like a rumble, don't you? Yeah, yeah. and basses tend to be like... They, in my experience, they like they care less, so which makes them cooler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's an aesthetic in itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Guitarists, the only people you're impressing as a guitarist are other guitarists. Yeah, yeah. Like my, my tone cool is gu- amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You do something cool on guitar. Like I've literally like I've been in so many bands over the years. I'm like look out, and there'll be people. All eyes are on the singer, right? The only people looking at me are looking at my fingers because they're other guitarists. Yeah, and they're like watching what I'm playing. It's like that doesn't fuck. Do you know? Who, <laughs> do you know the only people that get impressed by sweet picking? It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not the person who's trying to impress. It's other guitarists because no one else learns sweet picking other than to be impressive. For because no, he puts a sweet pick in a song. Yeah, that's yeah. that's stupid. Look up sweet picking. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet picking. It's boring. Just learn how to write a song. I learned how to do it when I was like way younger, and I mean, as soon as I could do it, I was like. This is pointless. Who's that for? This is, yeah, who's this for? I can't impress girls with that. I learned guitar to impress girls. Now I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. I, I was lied to but I think that's life. so because like everyone's a guitarist, like you say. Mm. Like the whole like stereotype of like the guy who grabs a guitar at a party. Yeah. That's not cool anymore. No, like, yeah, it used to be, I think. Yeah, but obviously like yeah. Jimi Hendrix. I mean, yeah, a long time but... ago. Jimi Hendrix fucks, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like being John, in a John band, Lair fucks. Being in a band doesn't fuck. No. Like I, I think that's because being in a band used to fuck a lot. Yeah. Like in the like 60s, 70s, 80s. Being in a band, you were like, you, you got all the attention. But, but that, like that was such a stereotype. Well. It was new, yeah. yeah. Like, like, you know, being in a rock band was cool. Now it's fucking lame. Everyone's in a band. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Dads in are band. in bands now. Yeah. 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 And that's a stereotype that I've got on as well. Because being in a band for like 10 years, people assume that like, I always, whenever I talk to someone outside of music, they'll ask about groupies. It's like, no, groupies died out in like the 70s. Yeah. Like, it's not a thing anymore. I wish. Not for me, anyway. <laughs> Maybe for, like, mega-famous bands. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm very much a failed musician. I mean, Drake. Obviously Drake, yeah. yeah. Doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah. yeah. Again, another category of his own. So, yeah. we, won't, we won't talk about Drake. Uh, something else that fucks. That beanie. Uh, this is a new addition. I thought, like, my head didn't really sh- like suit beanies. Yeah, it does. It fucks. So, yeah. yeah I'm also, now... the nose ring fucks. That's, that's... The... Do you know what? This is another topic. Being called a fuckboy, that doesn't fuck. <laughs> that's not cool. Please don't call me a fuckboy. Yeah. That's, that's happened a lot recently. And I'm like, have you heard things? I'm like, no. Are you, like, are you not just being a fuckboy though? No, because I don't, I wouldn't count myself as a fuckboy. Not just because I'm butthurt about being called a fuckboy. Because that's just a mean It's a good cool. sign that you are a fuckboy though, if you're getting upset about it. The fact I'm being called a fuckboy is not a good sign to start <laughs> off with. But like, do you know what I mean? Like, I just feel it's, it's an unfair way to paint me because they're like, so you're like, we know you like casual sex. I'm like, okay, cool. And that kind of sounds like a fuckboy thing to do. And I'm like, so, yeah. no. I had just... this, yeah, so I, I had a problem with this for years because I had the same thing. Um, I think fuckboys are people that like lie to get sex. Yeah. They pretend things like, like there's a possibility for more in a relationship. Yeah, there leading isn't. someone on. Yeah, that's being a fuckboy. Yeah. Communicating and having casual sex, yeah. that fucks. That's been, <laughs> no, but that's been conflated with being a fuckboy now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I've, I've even had like, someone's like, well, you know, you have like a nose ring and, <laughs> and earrings, it's like, it's kind of like a fuckboy thing. Yeah, and I was like, 
this girl came into my room one time and she's like LEDs <laughs> fuck boy energy I was like why can't I have LEDs that in is room? Fuck it's boy come on yeah, man. yeah, yeah but that would, what fairy lights yeah, yeah. fairy lights okay but LEDs aren't I'm not sure fairy lights fuck either fairy, not for guys cool I've got fairy lights and LEDs in my room so <laughs> I bet I, you've got a poster that says live laugh love as well don't you no, I've got a tapestry though. <laughs> a tapestry? <laughs> no, like you know, there's like like mandala, like oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the basic, you know, we like as soon as you go to uni, you hang a tapestry. Yeah, up, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I've got one of those. Yeah, that doesn't fuck. Yeah, and you set that down. I'm sorry, bro. I really set that down. <laughs> that plus the LEDs plus the fairy lights. Yeah, but they're already in the room at that point, so like best of a bad. Oh, actually, speaking of bedrooms, I'm going to back myself here. Mm. Pink sheets. They fuck. They fuck. Pink bed sheets, fuck. Hit me on your reasoning behind that. Well, I think it means, well, I'm wearing a pink hoodie, right? Isn't that thick? <laughs> pink, fuck. Maybe, yeah, pink, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Not caring that you're wearing pink. My bed sheets are pink. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Doesn't, maybe it doesn't fuck. I, uh, maybe it does. I'm you not, tell me. You I'm, tell me. You've got, you got to judge this. I, I just think grey bed sheets are just. That's... Right, so I've got these bed sheets. <laughs> right, I'll show you in a minute. I've got these bed sheets that are pink on one side. You flip them, they're grey. I'm not even joking. So well, then, yeah. I can change my vibe. Um, reversible clothing and bed sheets. That <laughs> reversible, <laughs> reversible clothing. We're yeah. back to the 90s. That yeah, fucks. yeah, yeah. Cardigans. Yeah. Don't fuck. I own a cardigan. Yeah, you can probably fucking wear it good though. Doesn't, it doesn't fuck. No, actually, I, I wear it very, very scarcely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, lip piercings in 2021. Don't fuck. I'm sorry they don't fuck. That girl from the sugar bear. I don't think that fucked when that girl from the sugar bears had one. I don't remember that. Right there. Oh, that the proper East London that's not piercing. Lip piercing. Oh, that's lip, like oh, it's that's like a, a the dermal one, like the. It's not dermal though. Like, it goes for, like through your lip, just like oh, the okay. top, but like not. Oh, it's actually so bad though because I was like such a little pop punk kid when I was growing up. I really wanted a lip piercing. Yeah. Because Tom DeLonge had one. Yeah. And I was like, that's really I had one. I, I did that phase. Would you actually have your lip pierced? I had my lip pierced. Yeah. No, you didn't. Yeah, yeah. I was like fucking eighteen. I never knew that. Yeah. That fucked yeah. back then, not now. It fucked back then. It don't fuck now. Yeah. Well, doesn't fuck. Sliders. I disagree, but... I just... Sliders in the house. I don't know. They would gross me out. Sliders and slippers. Slippers don't fuck. Come on. Slippers don't fuck. No, that's, that's, that's a granny. I put sliders in the same, in the same category. Really? I've had a couple of like really hot exes that, you, that wore sliders <laughs> around the house and I was instantly just like... Ugh. What's worse for you? Sliders in socks or sliders barefoot? Both. Ah. Both. Neither fuck. <laughs> That's just me and feet, though. I'm pretty scared of feet. So you're not a feet guy. It's a me thing. Yeah, I'm not a foot guy. I'll, I'll suck you toes. Foot guy? Uh, not, I'm not a foot guy. I'll suck toes if you ask me to, though. Is it? Yeah. I'll put a foot on my well manicured foot. Yeah, I'll put that on my mouth. That's fair. I wouldn't choose to do it, but like, I might ban it if, if someone's you like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suck toes. Good. Fair enough. Oh, okay. Fair. Uh, yeah, I'm not into feet. That's just my opinion, man. Um, something else that doesn't fuck. Speaking of things that I'm not into, mm. talking about shit, like is, toilet humour. Yeah, yeah, I mean... Gives me the ick. Yeah. I mean, is that, where, is that where things die for you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, friendships or, or sexual relationships or, just, or is that all... Sexual relationships, all I can't come back. I can't recover from, like... A really foul-smelling poo she did. Like, yeah, I was just <laughs> talking about it. Just, yeah, I'm proper, like, prudish when it comes to that, like, yeah. And I've been, that it puts me in all the awkward situations where, like, you know, it won't flush. Ah. Uh, <laughs> to, like, get implements. I, I had to, I was in a relationship for a long time, mm. and I had to use her toilet brush. Because the to flush break up the, 
yeah. Ah, that's and a position it, like, to be it, like, in. fucked the toilet brush. It was super fucking awkward. And Did I you went just run out of the house at that point? I went and bought... So <laughs> I, I think I threw it away. I put it in like a bag and I threw it in a bin like outside of the house. So I like went out of the house. I like left the house. I like threw it in a bin. And then we went... I didn't say anything. And then we went to like uh, Big Tesco. And then, <laughs> and then uh, I went and bought a toilet brush. And she was like, what are you doing? And I just said, saving our relationship. And we never spoke about it again. Oh. Nothing was said. <laughs> I just put it in the fucking bathroom. And I was like, that's it. And so she knew. That's I knew. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a nice unwritten rule to, to be there. Yeah. Oh, I'm happy about that one, yeah. Yeah. Um, another thing that doesn't fuck. Mm. Saying Willy. Willy does not fuck. <laughs> Willy does not fuck. I, a woman can call Referring... my magic anything. <laughs> call it whatever you want. Like, yeah. just don't call it a Willy. It makes you sound like Willy. a five-year-old. Don't yeah. call it that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Willy, Willy just sounds like, yeah, it's it's not even, it doesn't even exist yet. It doesn't even... It's not even a working penis. No, no. It's not Willy, is, Willy is not good. On the same topic, mm. would you call a girl's like bits? I don't. You I don't, don't just call it like a, like can I see your vagina? Like yeah, get it, get it out. Like because yeah. I can't say pussy. Like I feel like pussies is like that's that's strictly for Americans. Maybe it's Aussies because Aussie like do you know what I mean that's just a cool accent. Yeah, yeah, it's for Americans. It doesn't yeah. work with the English accent. No, no, it sounds no. really gross. Pussy. In my mouth. Yeah, yeah. Let me see your pussy. No, doesn't work. Fanny again. That just relegates you to being like no. a child. I can't. Yeah, don't call it if, if you're Fanny or you're Nun. No. Don't ever do that. Nun, you're nun. <laughs> yeah, no, I I don't refer to it. I, like in insect, obviously in conversation. Yeah, I know the difference between a vulva and a vagina. I can talk about that <laughs> in the moment. I'm like, wait, there's a I difference. Can't say it. Yeah, man. Joe, I'm Joe. Come on, dude. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, in the moment, I'll just, I just refer to it as like you. Like, yeah. I want to be inside you. I want to go down on you. Yeah, that's, that's, that's good. You, you know, I don't want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really like that much. I don't like talking, but I don't like, like when a girl like, asks or, yeah. Like, you don't like conversations during? No, no, no. You ask me like a thing. If it, if it requires anything more than a grunt, Please don't ask me. <laughs> <laughs> do you like that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so right. yeah. yeah, what, yeah. What about it do you like? No, 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 no. I can't give you an essay right now. I'm trying to focus on one thing at yeah, a time. Yeah, yeah. This, is, this, is, this is the thing I'm doing. Yeah, don't ask me to, yeah, don't yeah. Ask me to do I'm that. I'm so fucking with you there. Yeah. yeah. So In the you. moment as well, this is this does not fuck. I was having sex with someone once. I thought she was really into it. Grab a glass of water, take a sip. I was like... <laughs> the fuck? I thought I had your undivided attention. I'm kind of inside you right now. Why would you do that? I've been there as well. I've been there as well. I've been there as well. That whole that literally happened to me. I don't. I was. I was like reassured that it didn't mean that they were uninterested. It just meant that they were dehydrated. Yeah. No, no, no. It feels yeah. uninterested. Yeah, no, it does. It I've does. got. I've got a worse one. I. I've. I've been having sex with a girl and the phone went off, which is always awkward, right? She answered it. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, okay, I'll just. I'll just stop then. Yeah. I'll just wait. But we were like mid-act. That like, can be like, kind of naughty though because you can kind of like I mean, carry on giving it a... Yeah, there, there is like certain porn where like they pretend to like be on the phone to their boyfriend and shit. Yeah. That really gets yeah. me off. But no, this, this was her dad. Ah, uh, yeah, probably not the one. <laughs> probably not the one to be still stroking when you're... Still stroking? Yeah, you can't, can't do that really. No. Whatever else fucks we'll, we'll bring back for next time. More fucks. Actually, yeah, tell us what fucks in the comments. What fucks, what what fucks for you? Know. Yeah. <laughs> what, what does, what does not fuck? Thank you. 
all right that's all we have time for today thank you so much for listening it really really means a lot to me that you have got out your way to come and listen to me talk to people about their weird sex stories <laughs> um if you like what we're doing go check us a follow on let's talk about sex jamie on instagram uh tell your friends about us leave a review on itunes all that stuff that people with podcasts say at the end basically um yeah really means a lot that you listen and hope to see you next week love you bye